All right, we're live. Uh, today we're talking about building reasonable articulable suspicion, uh, which will give you the ability to call for a canine unit or <coughs> ask for consent to search of a motor vehicle. And a lot of guys, really what they're finding out is they're calling me like, oh, I know I had a lot. I just don't know what I had. So a lot of newer people aren't realizing what they're picking up on as far as reasonable articulable suspicion um, you know, is happening in front of their very own eyes. So I'm going to try to explain a little bit about reasonable articulable suspicion and what you need to do. Uh, to try to build that to get yourself the ability to ask for consent or call for a canine. And this stems from a phone call I got two days ago from a guy in uh, a certain part of New Jersey where they have a guy who is, they've got intel on a guy, they've got some hearsay that there's a guy on a skateboard who has a backpack and uh, they believe he's a drug dealer selling meth. And the question was, how do we go about getting a dog who refuses consent for that backpack? And my advice to him was you have to build a case. If somebody is giving you information, you're going to have to document that information that and, and document specifically who this guy is, what he looks like. Is he a six-foot white male, blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, medium build? You're going to want to have that more than just a guy riding a skateboard and having a traffic stop for a skateboard. And you're going to want to have that. We've been told on this date that he has been selling meth at, at these areas and, and these certain things. Um, you want to build this whole thing up. Or when you do have the stop with the guy in the skateboard, you're going to want to build up your reasonable suspicion on scene. You're going to be asking questions, doing an interview. Why is this guy here? What is he doing? Where is he from? All these things, you need to build up the totality of circumstances enough to give you the ability to really convince a court or yourself or any any reasonable person to believe that something is wrong. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. You're building reasonable suspicion. So reasonable suspicion is those things that happen on a motor vehicle stop that aren't normal or they're happening happening uh, you know in everyday circumstances and calls that aren't normal. There's a you know you're reasonable suspicion. There's a guy walking around a neighborhood. You got, uh, he doesn't belong there. He's looking into cars. You know, there, there could be a lot of different things that could be speculative about all sorts of different situations. But on a motor vehicle stop, if you're going to start building reasonable suspicion, you have to know how the stop is supposed to go. So it's a cold stop. Your reasonable suspicion begins when that car initially passes you or sees you and has immediate reaction to your presence. You're going to have that on a motor vehicle stop. That's where RAS begins. And you're going to document that in your report. Okay, so this car was driving 50, you know, 50 and a 50, saw me decrease speed to 30 miles an hour, switch lanes for no apparent reason, and then exited off the highway. When I stopped the car, <laughs> the driver was extremely nervous. Their stories didn't match, said he was going to get gas, but he had a full tank of gas. Uh, you know, there's all these scenarios that you can play off in your head. You have to document that stuff and explain what your reasonable suspicion was. Now, you'll have supervisors who don't know the difference between reasonable suspicion and probable cause. Please know. That probable cause gives you the ability to search. Reasonable suspicion has gives you the ability to ask for consent and call for a canine. So it's just those specific, specific and articulable facts that occur that are not normal. They're just unordinary. It's not like if you would stop a car, you put your gaydar unit on and hit a car doing 16 over the speed limit, whoever, whoever's out there that does that, uh, and you pull a car over and it feels like a soccer mom with her kids and you're like, oh, license registration insurance. She's like, sure, officer. You know, my brother's on the job. Yeah, I have his gold car, whatever it may be. Um, but you take it. There's nothing weird out of that. You go back, you check credentials. Maybe you write or take it. You wrote on gold card. Uh, I hope not. But uh, let's take it. Well, you go back, you write or take it. You go back to the car, you give it to her. Nothing strange happened. Let's take another motor vehicle stop. You got your gaydar unit on and you're running 16 over the speed limit again. And you got another car. And uh, now you go to the car and things are weird. The person in the front is nervous. 
the uh, the passengers not making eye contact with you. They seem, you know, there's all sorts of weird stuff going on. It's not normal. Uh, you're seeing things that don't make sense inside the vehicle. Uh, it's not just a simple transaction. It's now come from a something as simple as a motor vehicle stop for a traffic infraction to all these reasonable suspicion, articulable facts are, are arising now out of it. And you start saying to yourself, okay, something's not right here. Let me ask further and develop more of a case. You want to keep developing your case. Uh, and that's how reports are written when it comes to these interdiction stops. So if you guys are looking to do that kind of stuff, this is, we go into, into depth in my courses about this. And I really try to get everybody really prepared to go out and one notice criminal vehicles. Now they'll start popping out to you. I mean, most guys are like, wow, I never even looked at these cars. Now I'm seeing them everywhere. And once I turn it on and you can, it clicks in your mind, you'll never stop seeing them. I promise you that. And two, what to do with them when you see them, how to approach them and what kind of questioning you want to have and how to build your reasonable suspicion. But you must know how to build it and really take into account all the facts that you're, you're experiencing, all the things that you're seeing. Don't discount things. Begin to try to subconsciously uh, understand what you're seeing and what's making you see a car that you may not have seen or you're seeing that car versus it seeing everybody else in cars. Uh, you got to start looking inside of cars. you got to start looking at cars and their behavior. Uh, and there are all different approaches about how to do that. So that being said, that is reasonable suspicion. You'll need that to call for a canine unit. You just can't stop somebody and they want to refuse you. You know, let's say, let's say, let's say the skateboarding situation again. The guy's skateboarding down the street. You think he looks like kind of strange. You stop him and you say to him, hey, uh, Joe Schmo, can I check your backpack? And he goes, no. Well, you're going to go, oh, I'm going to call a dog. And you call a dog and you're going to write in your report. I stopped Joe Schmo. Uh, I asked if I could check his backpack. Ten seconds later, he said no. And then I called for a canine. You're going to get, that's no good. You can't do things like that. But you can build it up. Don't, don't, get, don't get disparaged. There's a lot of people out here doing good work. There's a lot of cops out there who are with some agencies that are, that are really behind them working. I understand if you work in one that doesn't, I get it. Um, but there's guys out there and they're, they're understanding how to use this stuff correctly and going out and building cases. So um, I think that's about as much as I can give you on reasonable suspicion in this brief video clip. We have classes coming up. You could always check. You can check streetcoptraining.com. That's our new website. We do not register on that website just yet uh, because we are still working out the kinks and the bugs. You can go to njcriminalinterdiction.com. I am changing the company name to Street Cop Training. Uh, but you can go to njcriminalinterdiction.com. It'll tell you how to, how to reach out to us and get yourself registered or ask your agency. You'll see the flyers come out. We'll just send an email out before. But uh, have a good night, guys.